Now, God has a word for you tonight that's going to wake up your soul or reawaken it, reawaken it in many ways. And it's a profound word. We'll be coming out of the book of Revelation. The body of it is chapter 18 or chapter 18. But I'm going to deal profoundly first with Revelation 17, 1 through 5. The title of this message is The Whore That Sits On Many Waters. As I said, it's a profound message. And it is a message that's most vitally necessary for us to take heed to in this time that we're living in. We as the church, I've said it over and over and I'm still saying it, we are slipping. We are slipping into darkness. And we don't even realize what it is that we're doing because we keep allowing the sin in us to cause us to be offended by the Word of God. But the Word of God says, blessed is he whosoever is not offended in them. Dangerous thing when we become offended simply because of our sinful ways and our undesire to allow God's word to change us. Years ago, let's bow here and pray before I go there. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord. Father, I glorify your holy name. Father, if one can put a thousand to flight and two ten thousand, what can this do? Father, you have called us not to have church, but to serve you in your kingdom, Lord. Yes, and Father, in this day and time, it is a hard job to get people to know and understand that your will is that we go forth and that we baptized in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost and bring all men into the kingdom of God which you have called, dear Lord, and those which you have chosen. Father, we bless you right now and we ask that you will continue to cover us even in our misfortunes and misguided steps. We ask, Father, that you would just continue to bless us and to help us to understand that this pulpit which you have chosen men and women to preach the gospel from is just what it says. It's a pulpit. It is a place where your word can be voiced to pull man out of the pit that he is in. Because of sin. So, Father, I ask right now, Lord, that you would bless us and that you would continue to protect us and guide us yes, in your awesome will. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Many years ago, when the World Trade Center was here, I was, saw the collapse of it and I went to the Bible in the book of Isaiah, the 30th chapter, verse 25, and it speaks about that. That chapter speaks about, especially from verse 25 on to the end of it, Isaiah 30th, starting at the 25th chapter. It talks about the day that the towers within this faith. It's all prophesied. It even talks about how that God would come with a burning fire of anger. And that's exactly what happened. That place was destroyed with fire. Great big balls of fire. It's written the day that the towers with an S fell. King James, regular version, talks about it. Not only does it talk about that, but it also talks about how the water was running down the street and the people were running down the street away from it. It even talks about 
That's on top of the pile of rubbish and heat, how that ensign, which is a flag, and the flag of the United States of America was sitting atop of that heat. The Bible even speaks about it. It's in the book. It's in the book. It's not a fantasy. And I spoke then and I said, they don't see the repercussion of what's going to happen years later. You see, world trade centers, world financial system, you saw it collapsing. You saw it collapsing physically with the first building. You saw it collapsing spiritually with the second building. You saw it. Then they want to blame Bush and then they want to blame Obama. But you see, why don't you blame God? It's in his word that it will take place. Why don't you blame him if you want to blame somebody? Why don't we get real with this situation and know what the Bible says about the situation, not what politicians say about the situation, not what religious people say about the situation, but what God says about the situation it is written. It's God's word, ain't it? Yes, so if it's written, then who is it to debate it on the day? Talked about the great slaughter. Almost 3,000 of them died, didn't they? So I don't have time to go there. I got a lot to cover here tonight from Revelation. So years later, you see, years later, it all becomes what we call a domino effect. You see, it takes a while for the train that's going full speed to stop. It takes a while. Even when the train is wrecked, it still takes some time for it to stop. And it's tearing up a whole lot of stuff in the way of it. Y'all been hearing that. Hear the word of the Lord tonight. Because I'm going to try to help you understand the season that we're in right now. And the time. And the importance. And the essence of how important this situation is in this economy right now. If your belief ain't in God, you will not sustain many that are apart. They're in the church here at HOD, but not, they're not of it. They're going to fall, Sister Christine, by the wayside. You know why? Because sin is in their life, and when sin is in your life, it will cause you not to hear the word of the Lord. You'll get angry when the word of the Lord comes forth. And then you'll say, he's picking on me. No, no. The word has found you. That's what's happened. The word of the Lord has found not only America, but it has found the world. We're in a global depression. And we ain't seen nothing yet. And it don't make no difference what President Obama do. You can't lay it on him. You can't lay it on Bush. You can't lay it on nobody before them or nobody that's going to come after. The only one you can lay it on is God Almighty himself. The word is written. It's written. So really, they're happening. And while I'm thinking about it, daylight saving time, you have to move your... Yeah, your clock up one hour... Or you might miss the rest of the story, like Paul Harvey was saying. Now, this Bible here says in Revelation 17, chapter 1 through 5, I want to talk to you about something here. He said, are you there? Amen. And there came one of the seven angels, and I'm not going to get into the seven angels, because that's another sermon we've already preached which had the seven vials, and talked with me, saying unto me, 
See, 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 it's a personal thing. He's talking to me, the man says. The word of God is talking to me, children. It says, come hither, and I will show unto this the judgment of the great heart that sitteth on many waters. Well, first of all, we know that judgment starts in the house of the Lord first. First Peter 4, 17 says, right? That's where judgment starts first. We know that the woman is the church. But she's the false church. Watch her. She is a whore, he says. That word whore means that she is a daughter or fornicator that disposes her merchandise into slavery. Is that not what the church is doing with this religious system that they're involved in? They have mixed the world with the church. Instead of them going into the world, they have allowed the world to come into the church. And now the church is commercialized. It's just another business. And this whole, this false church, which disposes men and women, boys and girls, into slavery. Look what she does. She does what? She's sitting on many waters. Did you not know that that word water means your blessings and that the church has been sitting on God's people's blessings? Because of that false worship? They think that they can just do what they want to, when they want to do it, and then come to church on Sunday, and everything's all right. And God, as if God don't reveal. And you are hellbound, and you don't even realize where you're going. And the preachers don't stand up for nothing because all they care about is pay your tithe, sow a seed. That's all you hear. You can turn it on any day, any time, any place. And that's all you hear. So I see. Pay the time. No, you need to do something. So the church, that whore that sits on many waters, because any time you step out on God, you are whore. Straight up. Ain't no playing up in here. And look what she does. With whom the king, verse 2, of the earth have committed fornication. And the inhabitants of the earth have made have been made drunk with the wine or with the spirit of her fornication. The people are drunk. Jumping up and down, falling all on the floor, doing carpet time. Drunk with the wine of the fornication of the church. And they say that they slain in the spirit. But if you slain in the spirit, then where the change is? For change. Because the God that I serve, you cannot. Be touched by the word that I preach and not be changed by it. Amen. Can't do it. I'm not on the installment plan of deliverance. Either I deliver or not. Even Jesus Christ died on the cross and has now been resurrected for whosoever will, so let him come and let him drink from the waters of life freely. Either that's going to be as it is, or it ain't going to be at all. In whosoever we have life. That won't. I'm going to prove to you that you church. Go to Jeremiah 51, verse 7. Let's work this thing in the Holy Ghost. See, that's why you got to stick close to the Scripture. See, you don't want to go to running your mouth and then go out through yonder. No, no, no. Scripture! This is what keeps you on track. Scripture. This is the road map. This is Jeremiah 51. Verse 7. Say amen when you get there. 
I hope y'all got something to eat because I'm going to be tired when I get out of my place. I'll see that right now. Over there, Amen. talk about Babylon. We're going to show you that Babylon is that whore in a minute. They both together. Babylon means confusion. That word Babylon means that it's the false system of man's religion. Confusion. It'll confuse you. And see, that's why the church is so confused. Because they got a false system called Babylon. She's the mother of all harlots, the Bible says. We're going to get to that in a minute. But look what she does. Babylon, y'all see it there, chapter 51, verse 7. Babylon, Jeremiah, has been a golden cup in the whose hand? Lord's hand. Now, Babylon is a false church. And we know that the church is the, actually is the inner sanctuary of your soul, right or wrong. Ain't that what God says and produces the church in you so that it can become the avenue? I say so that it can become the avenue for you to step into the kingdom of God that's inside of you. You see, we don't stop at the church. We never enter into the kingdom. It was never designed for you to stop at the church. The church was designed as an avenue for you to step into the kingdom of God that's inside of you. And if you step into the kingdom and you play by the rules, you will meet the king because every king has a kingdom. So what we have in Babylon has been a golden cup, the false church. That golden cup represents your soul. It's been a golden cup. It's the church. And it's been in the Lord's hand. But she's confused. We're going to show you why she's confused. That made all the earth drunken. Ain't nowhere on the face of this earth where some type of religion is. And people say that they believe in that particular religion. Babylon. Whether it's Christian though, Islam, I say Christian though, I didn't say Christianity. Y'all, I, I didn't talk to y'all the difference between the two. And I ain't going backwards. So I ain't going backwards. Amen. I'm telling you, fuck. Amen. Every time you come in here, you're going to learn something new. Amen. May all the earth drunk, and the nations have drunken of her wine, therefore the nations are mad. Running around, jumping, acting a fool. Man! And they think they're in the spirit. But where your power at? I said, where your power at? I hear you're making a lot of noise. I, I, I understand that you can make material things come to play. But the devil can do that because this is his land. He can do that. Because he told Jesus, look, if you just bow down to me, I'll give you all this. I can get you. So you see, my success in God ain't got nothing to do with what kind of car I drive or what kind of business I got or what kind of clothes I wear or how many members I got up in here. It ain't got nothing to do with that. See, that's what we see. It don't make no difference how big we get. And I'm going to tell you right now, how successful international ministry ain't no joke. Y'all are little babies. See, a lot of them up there they don't even realize what they're dealing with. But they're dealing with an infinite God when they're dealing with H.O.D. Because God got his hand on H.O.D. And we got some folk that's quiet, that's sitting among you. You don't even know what you're dealing with. And it's just quiet. Just quiet. Powerhouses. You don't even know what's sitting among you. Our house is in God. Mm -hmm. You get your left hand know what your right hand doing. You do. That way you can't get sabotaged. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the old devil. See, he, 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 I told y'all last week what get caught. 
with their mouth, you know. <laughs> Told you that. So, 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 so we got to be careful because, see, the devil can't read your mind. They don't know nothing until you open your mouth or he watch you. He likes the minute. <laughs> That's why they call him the Antichrist. If you notice, Satan do everything that God's got to do. You got Christ, you got the Antichrist. You got the prophets, you got the false prophets. So the nations are mad behind all of this. Now let's go back to Revelation. Because I want to set the stage here. Revelation 17. Verse 3, 17, 3. So, 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 so when he sees this thing, uh, he, uh, uh, he's been said that I will show unto thee the judgment of the great who sits on many waters. So he carried, verse 3, me away in the spirit. Into the wilderness. See, the wilderness is this earthly life existence that you're in. You see, the reason why we don't understand what's going on in this wilderness of pride that we're in is because we don't allow God to carry us in the spirit so that we can see it. Bible says, carry me away in the spirit into the wilderness. You're going to go out here and see what's going on, you've got to go in the spirit. I know I'm preaching up in here tonight. Right. And what he saw was, and I saw a woman, always recognize the church, the inner sanctuary of your soul. He saw her. And what was she doing? She was sitting on a what? God Almighty. The Holy sits on many waters. See what she doing? She's sitting on a scarlet Colored beast, right? That beast is your wild affection. Scarlet, red, sinful. The false church sits on that sinfulness in us and allows us to be sinful, allows us to shock, allows us to fornicate, allows us to commit homosexuality and lavishness, and nobody preaches about it because they say it's all right. But it ain't all right. It ain't all right. And it'll never be all right. Because the word of God said it ain't all right. How are you going to change God's word? It ain't all right. It's all right because you want to keep a few people so that you can keep your money coming. But if you're dependent on God, then you wouldn't have to worry about money. Because God said, I own the cattle on a thousand hills. You understand what I'm saying? I've never seen the righteous forsaken or his seed begging for bread. He sees this, this woman, the church, and she's sitting, sitting on this scarlet colored beast. And she's full of names of blasphemy. she got seven heads because she's perfect in her will. And she got ten horns because, you see, they're in unity. You see what I'm saying? Satan knows that he can't divide himself. Why don't we know? Why can't we become unified? See, see, that's what America don't want. See, America is the devil. And I'm going to tell you why. What do, the, what do they teach all the time? Liberal, conservative. Democrat, Republican. That's a house of God. Why not America? Huh? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. These very same people led by the devil to call the devil. Because the word says God, not all so confusion, ain't that the word? So I sit back at them clowns on Fox. And I say, these are joke. This ain't no news, this propaganda. I'm looking for the real thing. So now I don't look at Fox to get the news, I look at it to be entertained. When I want some entertainment, I go to Fox News. Why? Because if I go anywhere else, I gotta look at a woman's skimpy dress. And I don't wanna do that. So I had to find me a place where I can have me some fun with my wife. Fox News. Hannity. O'Reilly. I like them boys, because they are they humor me. 
They do. Because they're always talking about division. That's the devil. Because God is not the author of confusion. I don't care what you say. I don't care who you believe. But I do know that if we are America, then there ain't no liberal. There ain't no conservative. It's just us. Because when they come over here and drop a bomb on us, then they're going to drop it on all of us. They ain't going to drop it on no liberal. They ain't going to drop it. <laughs> come on now. Come on, talk to me. They just going to drop it, right? And then all of us going to pull together. Ain't going to be no white, no black, no nothing, no Chicano, no none of that. All of us going to pick up our weapons and go to the wall. The ones of us are still alive. And we ain't going to be worried about which side of the track you on. Well, why does it have to be a calamity like that? Why does that be that way? I don't understand that. You can have to do So, verse 4 says, And the woman, watch this, that's the church. She was arrayed in what? Purple and scarlet color. That was gold. And precious stones and purple. That's the color of the priesthood, people. That's the church. But she's sitting on this wild beast, this scarlet beast, this sinful beast. Isaiah 118. Come now, the Lord said, let us read it up. Although your sins be as scarlet, I will make them white as snow, right? Although they be as crimson, I will make them as wool. Something to that effect. Something about the scarlet. Sin. He said, your sins are as scarlet. And here this woman is, the church, sitting in the hoops. With the world. Because the world is wild. Y'all do know that. They'll do anything. Now look at her. She's got in her hand a golden cup. See it there in verse 4? That's, that's, that's the souls of the people. In her hand, which is in her power. And they're full of abominations and the filthiness of her fornication. Am I talking right up in hell? And upon her forehead, which is in her mind, was a name written mystery. See, she's a mystery. Babylon, the great, hmm, great confusion. The mother of harlots. That means good God Almighty and the abominations of the earth. Right in the church. Right in the church. Church is rich. In the world, you know that. But not in God. See more richer now. See, this is Laodicea. This is the church. This is the last one. Dispensation. And she was rich. He said, yeah, you say you're rich and you got more than you ever had and all that good stuff, but I say you're naked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. But I say you're naked. Yeah, you got these big churches. You got 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 50. See, that's your, that's your thing. You want that, see. You're covered in that. You're building these great big buildings and stuff. Yeah, you're doing all that. You're richer than you ever been, but you're naked. And you're poor. And not only that, but you're blind. You need to buy some of this gold that's been tried by me and put some of this eye salve on your eyes so you might not see. I'm just speaking the word of God here now. That's all I'm doing. I'm just a, I'm just a mouthpiece from up top. And I'm sounding the alarm because the Bible said that if I see the sword coming because I'm the watchman and I don't warn the people, blood going to be on me. I ain't going to have your blood on me. Now, if you want to go out there and lollygag and act a fool and fall off the wagon, that's on you. But you can't say that you haven't been preached to. You've been preached not only the goodness of God, but the severity of him too. So now you're on your own. The blood's off me. I sleep well at night. Revelation 18. And after these things, over there, mm-hmm. I saw another angel. An angel is a messenger of God. And if the messenger of God coming down, he got a message, right? right. Can you say something here? Yeah. He came down from the heaven, which is the spirit realm, having great power. Not just some power, but great power. And the earth was lightened with his glory. My God Almighty. Whatever he had in that message, it lit up the earth. God's fixing to light you up Amen. with a revelation. He's going to light you up. And he cried mightily with a 
because he had a message. And that message was Babylon, the false system of man's religion, is the great, is what? Fallen. Two times. Both physically and spiritually. Now look at this system called the stock market. Look at this system called the housing market. Oh, now, come on now. Let's just look at it. He said fallen. Babylon. You know, that's that system of man's religion that he put together. That's a false system. It's a false worship of God. But look, look at it. It failed. He said, Babylon the great has fallen two times. Physically one, spiritually. It's like some powers. You see, it took a while for us to see the effect of those World Trade Center. But them terrorists knew when they did what they did, the effect that it had. <clears throat> Now the effect is being felt all around the world. The same song is being played. Depression. Global depression. Global depression. World trade collapse. World economy collapse. Don't do it in one day. Payday. Payday. Only people that prosper are the true Christians of God. Y'all didn't hear that. Y'all didn't hear that. Y'all didn't hear what I just said. The I will say it again. Maybe you catch it. Maybe it makes you want to live just a little bit better. I say it that the only true. People that's prospering, the only people prospering in this time are the true Christians. You know what? Because true Christians don't look out for themselves, but they're looking for the opportunity to serve us. Y'all don't hear that. You don't hear that. That's right. So you want me to tell you how you're going to get your stuff. You want me to tell your neighbor. You want me to tell you to tell your neighbor how God gonna bless you. But well, see, what I'm gonna tell you is this: God ain't gonna bless you unless you get your get them life in order. That's the way you gonna be blessed. God says that He require holiness, and ain't nothing change. And the devil is a liar. And if anybody up in there is whispering in channels, I want to know about them. I want them out of here. I want these whispering in channels up out of my church. You know what I'm saying? Because they will hurt. What we trying to do? The Bible says, "Put that wicked one out from among you," and that's what we do here at House of Destiny. I get you up out of here getting right, and you don't want to get right. I don't play, and y'all know I don't, because the words say put them out, not because Dr. Manning said it, but the words say put that wicked one out from among you. Don't play games with God. It wasn't no game when he was nailed to that cross and died for us. And you think I'm going to let a Billy Goat come up in here and mess the sheep up? Because they want to do it their way? Uh -uh. No, it ain't going to be like that. It ain't going to be like that. It ain't going to never be like that. Not on my watch. It won't be like that. Babylon fallen, it says. And it's become a habitation. Look what the church has become. A habitation of what? Devil. Oh. And a, and the home, uh-oh, the home of every ooh, foul spirit and a cage of every unclean and hateful bird. See, backbiting, hating one another, stabbing one another in the back. Uh, can I, can I, do I have to keep on going, messing with one another, spices and stuff? Dickens and preachers messing with the little young girls and stuff. But not on this, not, I'm just telling you what's going on in churches. <laughs> just telling you the truth about it. Just telling you the truth about it. It's become that type of habitation. Let's go to Mark 1, 21 through 24. Just See what Mark 1, 21 through 24. Anybody learn anything with me? Amen. Amen. 
Mark 1, 21 through 24. He said, He said, and they went into Capernaum. Capernaum, the word Capernaum means that, that it's the place of ransom. And God is that, that ransom for us. It's the village of atonement. Village where reconciliation takes place. And he went to Capernaum and straightway on the Sabbath day. See, he always doing something on the Sabbath day. That's that day of rest because it's required. He entered into the synagogue, the church, and he talked. And they were astonished at his doctrine, for he taught them as one who had what? Authority. Not as some scribe. Oh, you know God's going to do this. No, no, no. Jesus talked with authority. He popped that word on you. He didn't read two or three people didn't go off in his page and talk about this and that and all that. Uh, 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 uh. He popped that thing on you. And then he backed it up with the power. And it wasn't no fake power either. Verse 26, and that was in the synagogue, a man with an unclean spirit, and he carried, cried out. See, he's been there the whole time. He never cried out before. But when the power of God came in, he had to He had to cry out. Look, if it's holy water, it's holy water. And the demon going to cry out. Now, you can have all the water you want to shake on somebody, but if that thing got the real thing in it, that devil will cry out. And Jesus is the real thing. And when Jesus came through and started speaking and teaching, that devil started crying. And that's what the devil do. When I get to popping that thing on now, and people get to squirming, and they don't even be doing a twist like Chubby Taker, and then you don't see them no more. Call it that word. I see them horns be growing up on them. You hear? So that's a good goat there. I won't the other goat. I got it. Got it. Hope preaching right on the body. Call them on a clean house. I want a clean house. Ain't no dirty house. I want a clean house. Ain't gonna have it no other way. Mm-mm. Unclean spirit. And look what he said in verse 24, saying, let us alone. That's what they do. That's what they do. You start popping that word on, they start hollering. Let us alone. Don't mess with my sin. You know, ain't nobody perfect. That's all making confession. That's what they did. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, we've all sinned to come short of the glory of God. Mm-hmm. Let us alone. That's what they say. Mm-hmm. Let us alone. Don't bother me in my pet peeve. Let us alone. What have we to do with this? Mm-hmm. Thou, Jesus of that. Art thou come to destroy us? I know thee who thou art, the Holy One of God, Jesus. They don't know. Mm-hmm. They don't know. Problem is, we don't know who we are. <laughs> See, we don't know what we're carrying around. That's right. So we carry around the bomb material, yeah, but we don't know <laughs> what we got in. Because we never entered into the kingdom. We, we got to the church and we stopped. And that's what we do. Now we stuck on this building, big congregations and big buildings. <laughs> I'm stuck on building spiritual houses. That's all I'm I'm concerned about. That's all I'm concerned about. So, the Bible says back over here in Revelation, Revelation 19, verse 3, Revelation 18, verse 3, over there, it says, For all the nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. Y'all read this before. And the kings of the earth have committed fornication with her, and the merchants of the earth or wax rich through the abundance of her delicacies. Is not the world getting rich on the church's delicacies? Is it not true? Or must they commercialize the church so much that they're getting rich the world? Pope Leo said a long time ago this thing called Jesus is most lucrative. The Pope said it. The world has gotten rich on our blessings. But guess what? The wealth of the wicked is laid up for the good. Now put your name on it. Laid up for the You got to claim that. And mean it. You got to take that. Bust it up in that bank. And I'm taking this. You know? Because ever since the day he was done the battle, heaven has been taken by a storm. 
and the fire. Take it by faith. You got to be radical to get this thing. But you got to be radical in holiness. You got to be radical in holiness. You just can't be running around there hollering, jumping and hollering and talking about you radical. No, that ain't what God is talking about. God is talking about true worship. Worship. Walk. It's a time to worship, but it's a time to walk. Why are you worship? That's right. That's it. See, I'm your eyes closed, holler, bop, 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 bop. If you want to, you get your whole head knocked off. Get your whole head strapped, plumb off your body. <coughs> and your lip will still be hollering, bop, 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 while your head rolls down through yonder. And you'll be hollering about what happened. I tell you what happened. You should have had your eyes open while you were praying. He said, watch and pray. He didn't say pray and watch. He said, watch and pray. While you're praying always, you need to be watching always. Pay attention. Verse 4 saying, I heard another voice from heaven saying, come out of her. Talk about that false church. Who the people? My people. He called them his people. He said they're in a false place, a Babylon, that ye be not partakers of her sin, and that ye receive not of her plague. Second Chronicles seven fourteen. If my people, who are called by my name, will humble themselves, seek my face and pray, turn from their wicked ways, then see, that's some things we got to do. Then will I. Forgive them of their sins and heal the land. Mm-hmm. And then it goes on in verse 15. They always miss that verse 15. Then will I hear the prayers or my ears be open to the prayers that are made in this place. What place? That place that you're at once you have turned from your wicked ways and you done humbled yourself, you done prayed, you done saw that place. That's, That's a spiritual place that you got to get to. So the word goes on, and it says, For her sins, verse 5, have reached unto heaven, and God hath remembered. Mm. He's remembered her iniquity. And he said, Reward her even as she rewarded you, and double unto her, double according to her work. In the cup which she had filled, filled to her double. In other words, the church, holding that cup, our souls, in her hand. And she the one throwing the filthiness in it, and she's turning back and drinking it. Because she's having you do things that aren't in accordance to God. Like spend all your money and tell you you're going to get a blessing. And knowing that you ain't going to get no blessing if your life ain't lined up right now. You, 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 you can't, no, no, no. You can't do that now. You've got to be right with God. But they'll take it. They'll do a blanket thing. And say, line up, put a hundred dollars over here, five hundred thousand over here, buy these handkerchiefs, buy these snot rags, you know, medicine doctor. You know what I'm talking about. Pull the wagon up, get on the side of the wagon and start selling something. You done seen it? See it all the Babylon. The mother of all hearts. And she's killing our people because what she got here is that cup. She got that cup. And they drink it. Thank you, Dee. They drink it. She drink it. She pouring what she wants to in the souls of man, and she drinking it back out. And it never goes no further than where she wanted to go because it goes back to her. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. I give a financial report every three months. My books are open to the church anytime you want Ain't any church you got to do that. Because they don't want you to know. How y'all doing? God bless y'all. Because they don't want y'all to know. Ain't many churches that do that. My 990, my whole, my whole accounting thing, I've thrown it out to the men's ministry. Put it on the table and say, now y'all want to look at it? Y'all want to look at it. And I'll say the same thing to y'all. Ain't nothing to hide. I'm clean. I don't touch no money. I don't get paid for this. I'm clean. God takes care of me. And he does a good job at it. Because I buy and sell in place. 
So God goes on and he says, in verse 7, how much has she glorified herself? Ain't that what the church does? Glorified herself? And lived how? $23,000 toilet from, from, from one of them female, uh, 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 I ain't gonna call her name, but you know what I'm talking about. They be on TV. Now that's, that, that, that's money going down the drain. <laughs> going down the toilet. $23,000. Excuse me, but ain't nobody behind work that. Excuse me. You understand what I'm saying up in here? $23,000 for a toilet? What you got, girl? I don't think so. Oh, no. That's insanity. And I want to make you uncomfortable. That's what I want to do. To show you how stupid we are. Thank you, we got to have this and have that. Instead of taking that money and helping somebody with people out here starving and stuff. They have lived, it said, deliciously. They have glorified her slip. She didn't glorify God. She and lived deliciously. So much torment and sorrow give her. Plenty of people been hurt by the church. So she says in her heart, I sent a queen, she said. And I'm no widow and shall see no sorrow. See, she says she ain't no widow. The reason she says she ain't no widow because she thinks she married the Christ. But uh -oh. so I say she thinks she is. I say she thinks she is. Therefore shall her plagues come in one day. That's why he said, come out of her. Her plagues now. Watch what's happening. Death, mourning, and famine. Look at that thing coming. And she shall be utterly burned with fire. Good God Almighty. For strong is the Lord who judges her. Judgment comes in the house of the Lord first. And he's going to be a strong judgment on you because we don't want to do it the way God has ordained it to be done. And God's judgment is going to be strong on the church. He's going to clean up that first before he clean up anything else. Because we're supposed to know. Hey, baby. Because we are supposed to know. We're supposed to know that. Y'all want a little more? Because you know some of these people, them 15 minutes, they'll sit there and they'll listen to somebody sing for five hours. And then the preacher, they don't want the preacher to preach. 15 minutes, they get hot, go to look at that and they walk. But they'll sit there and they'll listen to almost two bit singers like a singer and go save your soul. The word of God is what saves your soul. They'll run all over hell half acres to get to a singing. But you talk about a preacher, and you probably won't have nobody show up, especially if it's in the evening. Verse 9 say, And the kings of the earth, I'm coming out of Revelation 18. Verse 9. And the kings of the earth who have committed fornication and lived live deliciously with her shall beware her and lament for her when they shall see the smoke of her brain. That's what they're doing now. This false system of man's religion is collapsing. Stock market. How everything. And now they're complaining and crying and wailing, oh my money, I can't get the stock market. They're hollering because everything is being burnt. In other words, it's going up in smoke. I know this is a clear message. All you got to do is look out. See the word and look out. And look what they're doing. They're standing afar off for the fear of her torment. In other words, I ain't put no money in that stock market. I ain't going to I ain't buying no house. I ain't giving you no money to buy no house. You don't come here. You the best. I don't care. I ain't giving you nothing. They standing out in the way of that thing called they ain't crazy. Because they finna take what little money and run with it. And you better. 
<laughs> you better. If you got anybody, you better hold on to them. I've been trying to preach that to you okay before. Not y'all. Some of you. <laughs> Not economy fall. It's good to tell you something. It's better to have the money to pay the bill when something breaks than not to have it. Now, when you have it, you need to try to hold on to it. And quit thinking you need to spend everything you see. So that's your problem. You got the I want. And you let the young one tell you what to do. Mm-hmm. You got to slap them in the next week. And get some respect back in your house. Stand in the far off, verse 10. For the fear of her torment, saying, Alas, alas, the great city, Babylon. See, that's that, that's that word city that means encounter. See, it was a great encounter that you had with this world system. This confusion. It was a great encounter that you had with. It was even greater before you got saved. You really tore off. Me too. It was a mighty city. In other words, it was a mighty encounter. But look what happened. For in one hour did the judgment come. One hour. Just one season. And it's all falling to the ground. But it didn't start yesterday. It started back in the five World trade. World trade means world finance. Cut. Took away. Took a while. See, this is God's anointed orchestration of the end time being a season. He said, when you see it, he said, you always know that your redemption draws nigh. Mm-hmm. When you see that fig tree, man, them leaves. Mm-hmm. See, it will go further than that. Oh, yeah, I know what they call it. I'm in. I don't know what you are. I'm, I'm in. I don't know what you are. You be what you want to be. You can look to somebody else that's better than you, but I'm, I'm the king. I'm the priest. Because God said he made this king and priest. Now, I don't know what he said he made you, but I'll tell you what. I'm talking about Revelation 1, 6. You read it. Amen. I know what I am and who I am. And I know whose I am. A child of a king. And he made me a king. Huh. And a priest. So just because you don't want it, don't mean I ain't going to get mine. Oh, I got five crowns to pick up, sis, and I'm getting every one of them. Every one of them. I'm wearing them proudly, too. Walk around heaven. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But before I can walk around heaven, I got to walk in heaven. And look here in in verse 11. And the merchants of the earth shall weep and mourn over her. That's what they're doing. For no man buy her what? A bad what? Ain't nobody buying it. Am I in the right place? Am I in the house tonight? Is God in your, is God not in the house tonight? Tell you from his word what's going on. In the church and in the world and how it's all brought together. Don't put your trust in Don't put your trust in Obama. He's a good man, but don't put your trust in him. He can't help you. Oh, no, this is just this God doing here. Ain't nothing he can do. He in front of the train, he getting ran over to. Everybody getting ran over to. Everybody. Everybody. Ain't nobody buying her merchandise. The merchandise, verse 12, of the gold, of gold and silver and precious stones and pearls and fine linen, purple, silk, scarlet, linen, purple, all this stuff. This stuff, all of it, all the way down through that. All of that stuff is the merchandise of the church. If you know anything about the church, you know that these are the components and they all got a spiritual thing to it, meaning to it. But I won't go into that tonight because I don't have time. No, you don't want me to shut up now. So but I got a few more things. Then I'm going I'm I'm to shut up. Go down here to verse 14. And the fruits that thy soul lusted after are departed from thee. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I won't, I won't, I won't, I won't, I won't. 
But now, the fruit, it's been departed from me. Because ain't nobody buying nothing. Ain't nobody got no job. But you feel it, you be not a church. So you done lost your everlasting crazy mind. Ain't nobody got no job. They got enough buildings around here. Now, I ain't the only person that's got a little bit of sense. They got enough buildings around here to get and let somebody, if you pray about it, God will put you somewhere where you don't have to pay no overhead. Amen. He will do that. Amen. If you pray about it, God will put somebody in your path that unless you use their warehouse or their crook. If you pray about it, I say But you don't trust God enough. So you don't know how to buy and sell in faith. So you think you got to buy everything with money. I buy and sell in faith. Because now, Faith is the substance of things hoped for and evidence of things not seen. Now, faith is a right now thing. I might not have the money to buy it right now, but I got the faith to do it because now faith is buying and selling faith. Reach that level. Reach it. Come out of Babylon and see what God is really trying to tell you. Come out of her. Come out of that crazy way. That's your thinking. Come out of it. It says that, and the fruits, verse 14, the fruits that thy soul lusted after are departed from thee, and all things which were dainty and goodly are departed from thee, and thou shalt find them no more at all. I told y'all before, it ain't going to never be like it was in America no more. It's over. Everything is different, so you might as well end up and get ready to change your way. Right. I'm trying to tell you. And the word just told you. You ain't going to find it no more. And they're going to be weeping. For in one hour was so great, which is verse 17. It's come to nothing. Y'all can write down Ezekiel 33, verse 6 through 9. That's about the watchman. And every shipmaster and all the company and ships and sailors, as many as trade by the sea, stood far off. Ain't nobody trading nothing. Everybody hide from it. Ezekiel, let's talk about this. Ezekiel 33, verse 6 through 9. Talks about the watchman. And look what they do. Now I want you to look at verse 19. Here. <laughs> okay. Old man crazy when he moves through that old mud. Watch him. Now watch what he do. See, all about eight, he can't get nothing now. He can't find nothing. Because verse 18 says that. And they cried when they saw the smoke of her burning, saying, What city is like unto this great city? How much is gone? All that old stuff, you know. Oh, it ain't, ain't no, it, it's gone. You know. It'll never be like it was again. It'll get back a little bit, but it's going to go more backward than it did forward for quite a while. And by that time, everybody's going to be crushed and going to kill themselves and jump out windows. So, it says here in verse 19, look what they do now. When they see, there ain't nobody buying nothing no more. Ain't nobody trading nothing no more. And they cast what? On their own head. See what they do? See, this is what man will do. Man was made out of dust of the ground, right? He wasn't made out of the earth, he was made out of the dirt. Animals were made out of the earth, we know that. Earth got ingredients in it. God didn't want man to have nothing in him but himself, so he made him out of the dust of the ground. Ain't nothing in dust. Dust can't grow nothing. Try. Get you some dust, put you a seed in it. I pour you some water in it, see if anything grow in it. You don't believe me. You don't believe me. He made man out of the dust of the ground. That word dust in Hebrew means rubbish. Because he don't want nothing to be in man except himself. Now look what man is doing. Man is taking the same thing that he is, nothing, rubbish. And keeping it over his own self, over his head. See, that which he was in rule of, that word head means rulership. That which he was in rulership of, it's going to come to nothing. So now he's putting rubbish on. It ain't nothing but rubbish. It ain't nothing but rubbish. So he's just keeping it over his head. Now what are you doing now? I'm just trying to help you. That's all I'm trying to do. And they cried, weeping and wailing. You see it? Alas, alas, that great city. Hosea 8, 7 says, They have sown to the wind, and they sweep the whirlwind. That's what they did. Hosea. 
The book of Hosea, 8, verse 7. They sown to the wind. In other words, might as well sow into the wind and preach a whirlwind from it. Have it in our life because of the seeds that we're sowing and the places that we're sowing. And he said, and, 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 and if something do come up, if you do get some fruit, somebody else don't need it up. Somebody else is wild. That's what it said. That's the word of God. Hosea, you read eight seven. I can back what I'm saying because I stay with the word. It says here, wherein were and they cast us on their heads and cried, weeping, wailing, saying, "Alas, alas, the great city wherein we were made rich, all that had shipped in the sea by reason of her." Costliness in one hour is she made them. Rejoice over her. See, you talk about church here because she's mixed in with that. Because watch what he do. See, he's interloping. He's interloping this thing. See, that's why you got to have a keen spiritual eye. See, he's interloping. Watch him go to the prophet. Look what he says here in verse 20. Rejoice over her, thou heaven. Hmm. And ye holy, who? Apostles. And you prophets, which means you preachers. He said, Rejoice over her, for God has avenged you on her. See, we're going to switch that thing back. And a mighty angel took up a stone. That means that angel is the message of God. That stone represents a thought. That millstone means that it's a stumbling block. Watch what happens. God takes this mighty angel that came down. He takes a great stumbling block, a great millstone, and he casts it into the spirit realm, which is the sea. And he confused man. He confused him. A man was running at the wrong thing. And he said, Thus with violence shall that great city Babylon be thrown down, and there will be found no more at all. And the voice of the harpers, this is the church now, watch it. And the voice of the harpers, and the musicians, and the pipers, and the trumpeteers, be heard no more at all. Indeed at all. The craftsmen, of whatsoever craft he be, shall be found anymore indeed. And the sound of the millstone shall be heard no more at all indeed. I'm telling you, this is the church called Watch 23. And the who? Light of what? A candle shall shine no more at all. If you read Revelation 2 5, he said he was going to do it. Go to Revelation 2 5. He said he was going to do it. He said, if you don't straighten it up, I'm going to take that candle. I'm going to take the light out of it. Read it. Revelation 2 5. Because the church is so mixed in with the world that you can't tell the difference in them no more. They ain't getting your teachings no more. And the people don't know it. They ain't getting no real word from God. Oh, it sounds good. They ain't penetrating that heavenly realm. They're not doing it. What it say in Revelation 2 5? Somebody read it. Anybody. Remember, therefore, from whence thou art fallen, mm-hmm. and repent. Do the first works, or else I will come unto thee quickly and will remove thy candlestick remove that. out of his place except thou. <coughs> All right now. God will take the light out of the church. He said it, and he's doing it. Because what you understand is, is this thing for the true church is a blessing. But for that old counterfeit, Thing is running around here talking about tearing your neighbor. Watch what God do to it. That thing gonna get so crazy because all the bills and stuff gonna start coming that way, and they're gonna have to step down a notch. See, some of them already setting off stuff. You see, the Catholics are already setting off bills trying to pay off some homosexual debts that they got. Oh, y'all don't want to hear me. Bible told you that she, she had that cup in a hand full of fish in it. I know I'm hitting hard up in here, but I'm telling you the truth. Now they're setting off them bills trying to pay off that debt. And people ain't got no jobs. And so people are going to start being, see, another church is going to emerge. A real church. God said he was going to do it. He said, I'm going to move them out of the way, but i got to make something happen to get them out of the way. And once I move them out, then I'm going to raise up shepherds that's going to feed my flock. That's what he said. That's what he said. And they're going to be disobedient to that little child right there in the middle of the world. You can all fall in love with you all over again. Many times over. 
beautiful little vessel. But that's the way God wants us to be. He says that, and the voice of, and, and verse, and verse um, 23 goes on and talks about this candle being taken out, the light of it, and the voice, and I'm just about finished, i got one more verse. And the voice of the bridegroom, I told you it was a church, and of the bride shall be heard no more at all in thee. Talk about that old false pay your neighbor church. You see, you get them up out of there. See, it's going to get so hard on them, and they're going to get tired of that because, you see, they're going to start needing a real word. Because God is going to make it so hard on them that what your mama and your daddy used to listen to ain't going to be good enough for you no more. Where your mama and your daddy went to church, that ain't going to be good enough for you no more. Because God is going to send this thing in a full circle and going to redo it. He says that the bridegroom and of the bride shall be heard no more. And thy merchants were the great men of the earth. For by their ooh, sorcery were all the nations deceived. Got some sorcery in the church. I've seen it. Got sorcery running around in the church. See, rebellious is the sin of witchcraft. So we rebellious. And iniquity and sin is like sorcery. And in her, and I'm finished, was fine. Verse 24. The blood in the church was found the blood of the prophets. That word prophet there means inspired speakers. See, see, they don't want you to be inspired by the Spirit of God. They think more of the pastor than they do of God. That's why they hated Jesus. In her was found the blood of the prophets and the saints and of all that were slain upon the earth. I'm telling you, the time is here. It's not at hand, it's here. We're in. We're in a state of emergency in the spirit realm of our salvation. This may be some of our last chance to get it right. Death don't care about how old you are. You need to truly know Jesus. And God is calling those that need to know Jesus, he's calling. Anybody won't be saved up in here tonight because God's calling somebody. You don't have to come before me, but you do need to come before the Lord and ask God to save your soul. But you know this for sure. If you are ashamed of Jesus, then Jesus said, I'm going to be ashamed of you before the holy angels and my thoughts. Death is not afraid to kill you, and death is not ashamed to kill you, regardless of how old you are. So why should you be ashamed to the one that gives life? Anybody need prayer? Because I'm going to pray for you anyway. I'm going to pray for you anyway.